give you honor for this day that the Lord has made. We thank you, dear Lord God, for the gift of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, dear Lord God, for what happened on a day like this one, when you raised Jesus from the dead. It made all the difference for us as humankind, oh dear Lord God. And so this afternoon, dear Lord, as we gather together, I pray that let the power and the grace of this name flow in our midst yet once again and bring glory and honor to your wonderful name. You know the heartaches and the heavy burdens of your children, dear Lord. You know the sicknesses or the diseases that your children might be going through even at this particular time. You know the pains, oh dear Lord, God, that your children, dear Lord, are experiencing at this hour. Father, you know the heartbreaks, oh dear Lord God, of your beloved ones. You know the dark shadows that are overshadowing the lives of your beloved ones and over the families of your people. But Father, King of all glory, you have told us that there is a name that has been given unto us. 
that this name has the solution for everything that pertains, O oh dear Lord God, unto our lives. And I pray that this particular afternoon, let the glory and the grace and the power that is manifest in this name be revealed unto every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, and every child within the voice, the sound of my hearing, every person who is here, and those who are online in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us experience the grace and the glory of that presence of that name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There's a scripture that we have shared sometimes back in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4, where the Bible says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Scripture tells us clearly that God is the God of mercies and he is the Father he is the father of mercies and is the God of all comfort. An interesting thing that happened about on this particular day as we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. We've read the story. We have heard it over and over again. We know it. But there's one thing that essentially was manifest on that day. Just as Paul tells us here. He is the God of mercies and is the father, he is the father of mercies and the God of all comfort. All these particular things, the mercies and the comfort of God, they were forever sealed and you know, stamped assured for you and for me, for the honor of his name, on that particular day when he rose from the dead. That is the plans that God has for you and the plans he has for me, for your family. They cannot and will not be sabotaged because of what happened. On this particular day. That is when Jesus rose from the dead. That because Jesus rose from the dead. What it, it implied was that nothing will be able to separate you from that love of God. Or from this love of God. Because it is in this one who overcame the greatest enemy of the whole of creation. Death. Because if he had remained in the grave. Then. It, it follows that it was possible that the masses of God will come to an end. That the comfort that God avails will come to an end. That his plans for you and for me will come to an end. They will not be able to continue to succeed. And that it will follow that something will be able to separate us from God. Because what had happened throughout all creation was that man and woman and everything were always separated from God by death. They could live their life praising him, but when death came, they would be separated and they would be held captive down in Hades. And as it follows that, you know, throughout your life and throughout my life, the word of God says, you know, because of that resurrection, he says he came to seek and save that which was lost. So in his resurrection, essentially he implied, it implied if he had remained down in the grave, it means the seeking of the lost would have ended on that particular day. The restoration of those ones who, had lo who are lost would have ended that day. There would have been no hope for you and for me and for the whole of humanity. But because he rose from the dead, he says that throughout your life, 
He is seeking to save you. He is seeking to find you. He is seeking to make sure you are restored and put back in the place where you ought to be for the honor and for the glory of God in the highest. Basically, it follows that, you know, resurrection, it gives impetus, impetus to the name of Jesus. That name will not have any reason whatsoever if at all he didn't rise from the dead. It will just be like any other name of any other man or any other woman or even a name of an animal because it, it, it doesn't matter. You can say, you know, as many times in the name of Paul, in the name of Paul, nothing will happen. It will just remain in the name of Paul. Nothing will happen at all. But mention that name Jesus. And heaven and earth and everything under the earth pays attention to that particular name. Why? Because he rose. He rose from the dead. And the resurrection basically at the end of the day is essentially affirms the power, the efficacy, the influence and the magnificence of the name of our Redeemer, the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why that song came, you know, it, it, it ministered unto my spirit where it says, I will speak the name Jesus. Over whatever it is that there is that you know that that faces that faces me because in the name of Jesus lies the answer for each and every malady affecting mankind or humankind. Any issue that affects you or affects me, affects your family, in whatever realm, whether it is in the spiritual, in the financial, in the physical, in the material, name it whatever it is, the answer is found in this one name, Jesus. It is a mysterious name. We can't be able to explain it. Father, Father is the one who decided to give that particular name unto his son. Men and women may call themselves even Jesus in this particular day. But there is one particular one. There is one particular one that once that name is mentioned, the word of God says you know, it brings a solution to the defects and the setbacks. The conflicts and the oppressions that we face, even the failures and the imperfections that we face in our humankind, simply because, because of sin. Remember that at one particular point, Paul writes in, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 55 to 56, where he cries up and says, O death, where is your sting? And it follows that the maladies and everything that has affected us as humankind, and we know it, is because of a result, the result of sin. But realize, Paul tells us in that Corinthians, he says that the sting of death is sin. Meaning that sin is a poison. It is a sting, just like the mosquito will sting you and get mal malaria. Death has got its sting. And it stung mankind or humankind and the whole of creation. And it put in that particular poison of decay, which is basically sin. Such as bringing decay in each and everything that concerns us. And hence, the world and all its glory. The world and all the beauty that is in the world has been infected by this particular virus. And that is the virus of sin. And every system of the world. All its fabric, everything that we can touch or look at in the world, everything has, we know has been corrupted by this particular same-same virus, and that is the virus of sin. 
You know something? Even the wonderful little babies that we know, they are innocent and fragile and so precious in our eyes. Yet, they also, that virus lies, you know, dormant in even the very infant, the very infant ones, waiting to rear its head after some time. And you, you discover that everything in the world is subject to, to decay. Why am I saying even, you know, even Hitler was a small baby, you remember. But he, when the sin reared its head, you know what a monster he became. Every one of us, if that particular virus is allowed to continue to, you know, grow in us, it creates a, a terrible monster that brings a lot of destruction. And that's why when he appears on earth, the father declares his appearance by calling, saying that you shall call his name Jesus. Why? For he shall save his people from their sin. That is, he shall save people from that particular sting of death. He shall be able to save you and me from the poison of death. He will be able to save our world or save our, whatever that concerns us from that particular sting. Now, Jesus himself, in that particular name, as we now realize, it was personified. It was just a name that could be named. But it came personified, it became, it, it became into a person in the womb, in the womb of Mary. And I want you to realize something interesting. For 30 years, he grows in the world systems, yet without sin. For all 30 years from the time when he comes out of the womb, he grows in all the world systems, and yet, that is without sin. He walks the road that each one of us have walked, and we continue walking every day, yet without sin. Hear what he says in his word, that inasmuch then as the children have partaken of the flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who has the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he, gives, he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things, he has been made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and a faithful high priest in things pertaining unto God, to make a propitiation for sins of the people. For in in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is also able to aid those ones who are to aid those ones who are tempted. Then he goes on in chapter four of Hebrews, where he says, "Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet." without sin. So I say that, you know, he walked the road that we walk, yet without sin. He had reason to lose his temper, and somehow he didn't lose it. He didn't sin. He had reason to love money and to be rich, yet he didn't fall for it. Remember that particular day when he was by the well of, of, of Samaria, and he meets that woman by the well of Samaria. The Bible says something very interesting of him. As the Son of God, he says, he sat by the well, he was weary, he was tired because of the journey. Famous as he was, 
yet he could not even afford a horse cart or a donkey cart to carry him across the whole of Israel as he went up and down the streets of Israel. He kept walking from place to place, dusting his particular feet. He never even owned a horse to walk on a horse so that he could save his own, his own, his own strength. He kept walking like a common poor man. And realize, that's what I'm saying, that, you know, even the temptation to love money and to be rich, he expanded, it. He overcame that sin. He walked the path of pride. How many times do we feel proud in ourselves? Yet, without sin. There was every reason for him to be proud. Yet, without sin. He had every reason to lust after, after women and to go after any woman that he wanted. Yet, without sin. He was touched by all left and center. He didn't sin. He had a reason to despise. He had reason to hate. He had reason to envy. He had reason to slander. He had reason to gossip. He said even at one time, I can judge. You know, I, I, there are many things I can judge of you. But he who sent me, he sent me not to judge. He sent me to save. Praise the Lord. And so he, he held back. He didn't judge. He didn't condemn. He didn't despise. He didn't gossip. And he didn't tear any, anyone apart. The word of God says, even, like, even a broken reed, he would not, a, a, a reed that was almost ready, he would not break it. He would try to make it to stand up yet once again. That's how gentle the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ is. For 30 years, he walked. How many of us even in a day? We, by the time the day is finished, we have had a thousand times. We are... And that person, that person, you know, we've had reason to be annoyed. We've had reason to, you know, to lash out at our brother, our child, our mama, or, you know, name it. All these are things that happened to us. He had reason to be depressed, yet he didn't. He was not depressed. He had reason to doubt and to fear, yet he overcame his all. Then after 30 years, he emerges after, from those five years, 30 years, and he sends shockwaves, as I say, he sends shockwaves through the natural and the spiritual realms. Because for three years, he restores situations that were considered hopeless. Situations that were considered un un unredeemable. Look at the leper who comes to him with no hope. The fingers have been cut by leprosy. Even the toes have been cut by leprosy. His whole body is white by leprosy. He comes to him. He does something that has never been done. He touches him. And when he touches him, the guy is restored clean. Somehow even the fingers reappeared yet once again. By the touch of this one, whom the father called Jesus. Jesus personified. That's why he said, mention that name over your cry. Mention that name Jesus over your setback. Mention that name Jesus over your sickness. Don't get tired and start going, oh me, I'm just gone, I'll never. No, don't get tired. Get the, uh, uh, some, uh, you know, rise up and decide, I'll cry this name Jesus, Jesus, until something happens for the glory of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Many other times we give up, we only, even to say prayer over the meal, we can't even mention that name Jesus. Just say, oh God bless this meal because we don't want people to hear that we are saying Jesus. Oh God bless this meal. Amen. 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 The name Jesus doesn't appear anywhere in most of the talk that we talk. And yet the Father Himself said, You will call his name Jesus. Why? Because Jesus over the food heals the food. 
Jesus over our chronic diseases suddenly causes that particular chronic disease to dry up somehow for the glory of God. Jesus over our depression as I cry Jesus, 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 the depression will lift off because he says at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee should bow. Praise God. How many times have you cried unto a particular name? Remember when he came to the raging seas, the raging seas come down at the mention of his word. The word came out of Jesus. It was Jesus personified, that whole person. He, was, he, he, embodied, he embodied that name Jesus. And as he speaks, the seas come down. Speak the name Jesus over your cry, my brother, over whatever it is that you are facing, over that impossible situation, over that impossible husband over that impossible wife quietly in your secret room in your in your secret place keep on crying jesus over paul if paul is the problem florence jesus jesus is paul jesus jesus is paul you will see paul will be broken down by that particular name jesus and one day he will come and smile at you and say eh, is it paul who smiled at me and you want oh yeah i've been mentioning that name jesus in the secret corner all for the glory of god real the, the demonic he restored them. They had been written off to live in the tombs. That name Jesus comes and appears. Jesus personified. And the demons cry in advance. What do we have to do with you Jesus? Praise the Lord. Mention that particular name over your issue and over your cry. Over your family. It doesn't matter how difficult the situations are. Over your job. As you enter that place quietly. Jesus. Jesus. As you sit on that particular computer, Jesus, 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 cry it out. You'll be surprised what it is going to happen. That name never fails. I'm going to show you that name will never fail. Whether they like it or whether they don't like it. Even whether you like it yourself or you don't like it, it works for the glory of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, praise the Lord. I encourage you to cry out that name, Jesus. You discover the power that is hidden in that particular name for the glory of God. Don't shine it at a distance and try to sort out issues by yourself. Cry out, Jesus. Even if it is a thousand times, I tell you a solution will be found. Because the answer to our cry is in that name, Jesus. It is the name of resurrection and life. That's what he said. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. Meaning Jesus is the resurrection and the life. He came to the sick and the diseased. You know what happened to them. They know, they, 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 there was the shift that happened to the particular dear ones. He came, you know, I, I, let, me, let me read this one. Read this one for you. That is Matthew chapter Matthew chapter 4. It is a scripture that all of you, all of you know very well. But it has no change. Where he says, and Jesus went out about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them all. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. The publicans came to him. This Jesus, that particular name. You know what? The publicans were outcasts. According to the Jewish tradition, a publican could not be saved. It, it, it was a lost case. That's why they were so hated. 
public and tax collectors, they were not like HMRC. They were not liked at all. And according to the Israelites, you know, a publican was a complete finished case. Even God never remembered them. They are destined for hell. But Jesus restored the publicans. Praise the Lord. Matthew, Zacchaeus, all, you know, all of them managed to come back to the saving grace of God. Even the dead. Lazarus, they met that Jesus, that name personified, and it sorted the problem. Then after three years, they managed to kill him. You know, they assumed that they, they, they would bring an end to that disruption because he was a disruption in the course of the things of happening in the world. What they wanted to do was they, they wanted and they hoped they even confine it in Israel so that it does not go beyond Israel over the other borders because for three years it was confined within the borders of Israel. He kept on healing and doing all these things in Israel, never outside the borders, the borders of Israel. So after three years they killed him. They assumed that they would be able to stop it. They had desired that they would stop the danger of this influence from crossing the borders and reaching the United Kingdom, reaching uh, South America, reaching uh, in Australia. They hoped that they would be able to do that. But the word of God tells us very clearly, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Yet not the wisdom of this age, nor uh, of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. That is, the rulers of this age are the principalities and the powers who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery and hidden wisdom of God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of, the, of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Praise God. Because they crucified him, Something happened that had never happened there before. We read it in that place we, where it says, For three hours there was, the sun was darkened, there was total darkness in the whole of Israel, maybe and in the surrounding regions. It was, the, you know, if you go in history, I checked, I found that the longest eclipse, total eclipse of the sun has only, was in 743 BC, and it lasted only for seven and a half minutes. That is the longest total eclipse. But you know when Jesus died, what happened? Some strange enough, they never recorded that one. It, it, it turns out when Jesus died, the sun ceased to shine for three hours. From midday through to, the, to, to three, there was no sign. It was total darkness. Something happened at that particular time. The way, the truth, and the life had ceased from being in the natural. The light of the world was not there in the natural. And, and, and something even more happened. He says there was an explosion in the realm of darkness when he crossed that particular boundary. We read it in Matthew where he says, even the bodies of the souls of Russia's saints rose. They, you know, the, the graves opened. When he went down, the physical Jesus, when he was put into the ground, he caused a shaking in the ground. The dead body suddenly, you know, he enters into the spirit world. And the Bible says, even the graves could not hold those ones who are, who are held there. It's fascinating. The light of the world, which had been confined to the physical realm, it crossed the boundary into the spiritual realm. 
and when it crossed that particular boundary, that's where we read in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 55, where it was echoed in hell. And it will be echoed one of these days in the future as we draw to that particular day. As he crossed into that particular place, there was that echo that was heard. Oh, death, where is your sting? And oh, death, where is your victory? That suddenly death discovered, hold on. There is one here who happens to be. He's not affected by my sting. He's not affected by the victory that I've had over mankind over all this time. And after three days on a day like this one, he shred his head. He came out of that particular grave. And forever, we have this particular song that is in Matthew chapter 28, verse 6, where the angel said, he is not here. He is risen. Praise the Lord. That name he rose from the dead. It could not be contained in Hades. It could not be contained in the grave. The grave opened up because it could not hold it anymore. There was no sin in it. Praise God. So it rises yet once again for you and for me in the name of Jesus Christ. And that's why Peter finalizes as we close. He says, there is therefore no other name that has been given unto us by which we must be saved but by the name of Jesus. And what he's telling you, my brother, because of the resurrection of my sister, acknowledge this name. Embrace this name. Seek to know this name. Call upon this name. He says in Romans 13, Romans 10, 13, as we finish, for whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise God. It's not just a matter of being saved from the wickedness. No. It is saved from everything. Is it sickness? Keep on calling Jesus over that issue. Is it a condition that they are saying is incurable? Don't care. From today, you go into your closet and start calling Jesus. Jesus. Jesus over this condition. Jesus. 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 You will come here and testify. This name has changed the cards for me. Praise the Lord. All for the glory of God in the name of Jesus. Shall we bow down our heads? And I want you to look into your life. What is that heavy burden? What is that difficult condition? What is that situation that has been impossible? I want you quietly in your spirit. Just speak Jesus over my marriage. Jesus over my, 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 my husband. Jesus over my son. Jesus, he knows. As you cry Jesus, Jesus can see everything in your spirit. That name Jesus is a powerful scanner. It is able to scan into the very marrow of our bones and it is able to see that condition that is in our marrow and bring a change even in our blood in the name of Jesus Christ for the glory of God. I want you to cry Jesus as you are quietly in your spirit. If you want to shout aloud, you can shout it. But just declare Jesus. Oh Jesus, that impossible situation in your family, there is a solution because he is alive.
Because that name is the solution. Because the Father has given unto us that name of resurrection. Our life can be restored again. Our life can be changed from decay. Our situations can rise from decay in the name of Jesus. Just mention that name Jesus again. Over, keep on calling on it. The Lord will do it for you. For he is faithful. 